Hey guys, it's my sassy new intro for the Mount Rushmore podcast. What's up? My name's Jeff. I'm joined as always by my good friends, Richardo. Yep. And Miguel. Howdy. I love Richardo. <laughs> it's not oh, really. man. How did, we, how did we ever not get there? In Richardo. The last decade and a half of friendship, huh? Yeah, Richardo. well, it always, always comes back to this at some point. <laughs> In the waning, waning uh, hours and days and, and weeks of the year, things are getting darker. Even though we've uh, fell back, it's still um, days are getting shorter, nights are getting longer. And what does that mean? It's the end of the year. And what does that mean after the end of the year? The beginning of the next one. And All right. <laughs> you see where I'm going with this. This is the Mount Rushmore of January. Who picked it? I did. I did? Oh, my God. I, okay. I dug into the archives of the ideas as we were, like, floundering, trying to figure out what are we going to record, and then it's like, okay. Wow. Well, you know, uh, I have a birthday at the end of uh, December, and I know I always contemplate my life changes and things like that, and those are even more uh, amplified and mitigated by January 1st and the things that the new year uh, makes you feel like you should be doing or thinking about. So that's one of the reasons I, th- I thought about that. Um, but I want to hear what you guys think about it. So the uh, Mount Rushmore of January, and we're going to start with Michael. Okay. Uh, I'm going to step on Richard's toes a little bit. Ouch. Uh, oh, wow. And I'm going to choose college bowl games. I also, well, I have January 1 on here, and I have college football as part of January 1. So yeah. I think we're in the same ballpark. I okay. um I'm not a big like college football guy. I don't follow it. I don't have like a college team that I've been rooting you for. Mean UC Santa Barbara Gaucho football team. The Gaucho which football exist. team. We're, they're, they're really close to getting uh, helmets and pads. Nice. <laughs> I think we have a mule that can kick field goals. <laughs> Uh, or at least do like underwater basket weaving or whatever it is. You that, guys have like or the hokey, whatever the hokiest class that you can take. That's a joke that has been ever told about UCSB. Do you have? Do they have like those uh, mesh jerseys? Those ones yeah. that you'd get in PE, like to make sure that you know what team is which. Yeah. Uh, so I don't have like the team that I'm rooting for, and I'm you know kind of constantly uh, annoyed throughout the year when like I know like there's one friend that is a big uh, i don't know michigan fan yeah yeah oh my god how the hell is everything michigan for this guy's life yeah i don't know this person's name off the top of my head but i can see them just wearing like spartan green no Uh, no what am i michigan state yeah your michigan state's green that's the one well whatever just how little you care about college football it's annoying um but i like that there kind of was this one day and I'm going to say was because it doesn't feel like it exists quite the same way anymore, where they'd have like, you know, a dozen like bowl games. And it was like the big ones, you know, it was like the Fiesta Bowl and the uh, Rose Bowl and uh, the, I don't know, Richard can name the rest of them. Obviously, I don't care that much. The Poolin Weed Eater Bowl? Yeah. And then they started all getting um kind of uh, commercialized a little bit more where they were sponsored by yeah. someone or another. Yeah, and, now the, and now there's just way too many, which right. is now back to being angry about it again. But I like that there was like this one day where it was like, it's college football. It's not quite the Super Bowl, but you have like so many mini like little Super Bowls happening all day long oh, yeah. on the same day. Uh-huh. That's so important for like this one kind of regional fan base or, you know, the the people that went to the school or even, not even the people that went to the school, but the kids of the people that went to the school and all like the, it's very generational. Yeah. And, and I like that it's like an entire day that's like, okay, 
and then we're done with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like the college football playoff system where like, oh god, the championships now like a week later. Because uh, they have the playoff. I, yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's. I. I'm annoyed by that too. Oh. I want it all to be on one day, and then it's just done. <laughs> Michael then, Winf- Michael Winfield, college football purist, even though he doesn't really like. College. You want that's everything right. to be like the kickball tournament. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It should. I, I I like that. Things used to happen on one day, and then it was all just done. Uh-huh. And I, you knew by the end of it that it was done. I wish kickball would have had a bowl game, uh, yeah. field or system to it. Like at the end of the year, instead of playing a championship game, we would have, you know, ninjas just would have played Uno Mas. Yeah. Mm. And then call it like the the Pat Muha Bowl or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. would have been great. The Uptown Diner Bowl or the... Yeah. Noho the Diner Bowl. Cl- the Nor- North Hollywood Diner Clown presents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Chili Bowl. You know, I'm good with that too. Yeah. I, uh, I chose January 1st because, partially because it's a day of rest and recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've been celebrating a little hard on yeah. uh, on New Year's Eve, which I haven't done in several years now, just mm-hmm. you know, once you have kids, it's more a night to kind of stay home and curse out your neighbors who are shooting fireworks up into the air. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, and then once you wake up on January first, you know, about nine or ten, that's right when the college bowl games are starting. Yeah, and you've just got wall to wall football, and it's because it's New Year's Day. It's one of those rare days out of the year where I can justify, like, I just want to watch college football today. Yeah. And, like, my wife won't get too upset about that. <laughs> um, but I love the concept of bowl games. I love the idea that two teams from different parts of the country will go to another part of the country mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of just having it at somebody's home stadium. Yeah. It's, it, just, it, it just feels so ill-conceived. And I think that's part of what the beauty is of it. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 being the college football fan out of out of in the show, it's really a. And like Michael said, it, it, at one time there was something a little bit more special about January one. That was the one day when all the major bowls were happening, and you would have the kind of smaller bowls that kind of led up to this one day. It's kind of been, you know, with the national championship game and bowl games being played on different. You know, the second, the fourth, and all this stuff. It kind of takes a little bit of the specialness out of it, but it's still a big day for me. Yeah. What is different about the college game? Philosophically, these people aren't, they're not professionals that might No, they're worse at it. They're worse at playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're smaller. They're never going to make it to the NFL. Hmm. They're, um, this could be the end of the career like by the time you get to the bowl right is it kind of mostly over is that what yeah it's the end of the season the end of the it's season. like your reward for a good season is you get to go to a bowl game okay so um there's I, kids there that that they're gonna hang up their pads and never do anything i love it because i love college football for several reasons one of them is because yes the players on a whole aren't nearly as good as the nfl players that's what they're aspiring to be and i think that sort of wildly you know the kind of like rawness of the players and the fact that they're not fully formed yet fully developed into these like incredible superstars it creates it creates chaos Mm. is what it creates it's much more likely that weird things are going to happen during a college football game or during a college football season there's a lot more i mean in the nfl i can appreciate that yeah yeah, in the nfl if a three and five team is playing a six and one team you know who is going to win 99 percent of the time the possibility of a team upsetting another team 
is just a lot less mm-hmm. because these are all players that playing at the top of their top of their abilities. So it's not like wait 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 the in, odds in in, in NFL in, in NFL. I'd say it's the opposite because I think so? the teams are a lot more. Uh, on par with each other in spite of having like a, a bad quarterback. I think in that, but that like I, how many times does, I mean, I, you know, uh, who's the best team in foot in college football right now? Uh, that would be uh, Georgia. How often would Georgia be playing another team? And like, aren't the, aren't the teams that go to like the championships, aren't they usually like 11 and 0, 12 and 0? Don't they have like these monumentally intact records? I mean, for the most, for the majority of the season, don't they, isn't like, like all four teams that make it into the playoffs, aren't they all like eleven and zero or really 11 twelve or and 0, 11 and one? Usually, you I mean, know, it's that... rare that there's. I guess my my point is, it feels like more of an event when there is an upset mm. okay. versus the NFL, where yeah, it's I can like see. okay, yeah, uh, unless it's the Lions. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> I mean, we're as we're recording, the Tennessee Titans are whomping on uh, on the Rams. Spoiler alert, mm. and. That's an upset, but nobody's really like going, oh my God, I can't believe the Titans are beating the Rams. Mm. And I think the other part of it, it is very much a cultural thing. Yeah. Um, I I love the fact that NFL, that college fans are so passionate about it. Not that NFL fans aren't passionate about it, but it's just a different type of passion, I think, that you see. And... You know, I love the fact that there's 120 teams. There's always, if I'm watching on a Saturday, you know, afternoon, there's a chances there's one or two really good games happening at any one time. There are times in the NFL where I turn on the TV and it's just nothing but clunkers. Yeah. So that happens. All right. So uh, then it's going to be Richard with his second choice. Michael. Oh, no, I guess you're working. Yeah, because we're kind of working off that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My second choice are New Year's resolutions. Okay. Hmm. Things that are started on January 1st and usually fall apart by January 8th. Yeah. Something like that. It's, I've made them before. Usually it has to do with working out. Usually it lasts a couple of months. And then it just sort of trails off into nothingness. And I know this, I know the fact that, you know, anyone who goes to a gym regularly throughout the year is like, oh, great. Here comes all the New Year's resolution. <laughs> Guys, Jeff, I don't know if this happens when CrossFit, if you get people showing up on January 1st and they you don't see them after February. I don't know if that happens. Yeah. I, we're actually, my gym is so poorly attended. We're all happy to see those people. It's not like they're on the treadmill that I want or anything like that. But True. I, yeah, I've been in that situation. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's eating better. Maybe it's, like I said, exercising. Maybe it's yeah. going to cut down on the booze or whatever it happens mm-hmm. to be. And it's like, I don't know. It's just something artificial about January 1. I mean, it's an artificial deadline or it's yeah. an artificial reason to start. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could, you know, I could start working out tomorrow, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but there's more of a chance that I'm going to on January 1st yeah. because I'm making this big deal about it being a New Year New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated with those. Like, what what is it about? Obviously... The number changed, and we kind of think that we can leave it all behind us. There's, I think, something other than that year flipping over and the calendar flipping over. There's something about the darkness of of the the coldest the, month, the coldest month, the... and then stepping out of that into well, something this, new. This one kind of leads into my my second pick, which January, and I got a lot of help from uh, uh, Emily on this. January is kind of a month of self care. 
Oh. Where um, you have spent the last month or two so focused on uh, maybe Christmas and family and, you know, travel, going to someplace else or um, spending a bunch of money on somebody else or... You know, generally speaking, you're wrapped up in like the, you know, quote unquote holiday season that like, mm-hmm. you know, starts really right now, or at least kind of starts like right after Halloween. And then January happens and you there's nothing. Like the only thing that happens is kind of like, all right, well, all that stuff is behind me. What do I have? I have oh, yeah. maybe some gift cards that I got for yeah. Christmas that I could spend on myself for the first time. Uh, I have these resolutions, these these resolutions that are for me. I'm making them for me. So it's kind of like this month where you're like, okay, the last year we're putting it behind us. All the all the mishigosh with family is like, yeah, oh, I don't have to think about what, uh, you know, Aunt Karen is, uh, you know, do you like the sweater or not? Mm-hmm. I, I, she either liked it or she took it back or not. Yeah. She's she's exercising her own self care and <laughs> returning the sweater to get something she actually wants. But that's not be, that's not my that's not my yeah. worry. I'm yeah. not going to ask her again. Um, and like January, is so like, um, God, so kind of cold and bleak, and like you could only focus on yourself. Yeah. Like the holiday lights are all turned off. You got to you know you got almost two months before you're like celebrating you know, a month and a half before you're celebrating Valentine's Day mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. So you got this like little gap. Where There's you this don't gap have to of where anything. of a breather and just like, okay, I'm gonna look inward. Uh and maybe I'm gonna use this Chili's gift card. <laughs> it does seem like the oblig I forgot about all the obligatory indulgence of the meals and things of the holidays and food and drink it's, and I mean, you stuff. know, going back to like your your thing, that's kinda like it kickstarts it all. It's like yeah. you've you've been sitting around eating like mm-hmm. fruitcake and Boxes of seized candy and drinking wine, yeah, all the time and champagne and you just got over like this. Now you're sitting on the couch watching college football and then you're like, yeah, I'll I go to the gym tomorrow. Yeah, this is this is it. This is it. Did it. This is the one. I know in the Midwest, it, you know, it's too cold to start jogging. <laughs> it's just frozen outside, so you ain't gonna start that. Yeah, no, and, that and, and and no one ever, no one ever says, you know what? I don't need a New Year's resolution this year. Everything's good. Yeah. Like there is, that is never a, uh, yeah. An evaluation. An evaluation that somebody (laughs) makes. Yeah. It's always what was shitty about last year and what can I do to correct it? So it's almost like getting your, your year end review at Mm -hmm. work Mm -hmm. where it's like, even if it's a good review, there's still, here's some things that we think you could work on. Yeah. For next, for this year. On Santa's list. Where he just gives you the things that like you got to get better on. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get Wait you that minute. toy train. I got you. Um, uh, remember how like you said you were going to only eat three chocolate chip cookies, but you really always eat seven. <laughs> then you tell yourself you only ate four, and you're lying to yourself. Let's fix that cookie gap. Santa, yeah. you're next a jerk, year. Santa. So is it self care? January self care? Yeah, like a okay. month of self care. Okay, month of self care before it all falls to pieces. Yeah, you know, because by February, fuck yeah, right it's over. Yeah, uh, this is our halftime. And we're going to ask you to go out and give the gift of the Mount Rushmore podcast. It's the best gift, really. Doesn't You won't gain weight. If somebody gave you a box of seized candies, you're going to gain weight. You could eat all of the Mount Rushmore podcasts, and you're not going to gain an ounce. Your ears get bigger, though. Oh, yeah, and your yeah, brain just, gets your brain packed. Packed with all that knowledge. All these opinions of white men. Yeah, that, that we need more of those. need more of those, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so that, so yeah, do us a solid and go, go uh, out and uh, listen, maybe rate and review it. We'd appreciate it. All right, so we are going to be back, and now it's going to be Richard, which is which is third January mm-hmm. thing. My third January thing is Martin Luther King Day. Okay. And a couple of things about Martin Luther King Day. A, it's one of those holidays that not everybody gets off, which is always frustrating if you're the person who doesn't get it off, yeah. which was me for pretty much most of my working life, oh. versus my wife, Sarah, who works in... Academia. Academia. The academic, or at least somewhat academic, in an academic setting, let's put it that way, where they get pretty much every major holiday off. Mm. So, and, and, every, and every year she would be surprised with like, oh, you don't get it off? <laughs> it's like, I've never gotten it off. And you say this every year. Thanks for making me feel like shit. Um, but the other thing I want to talk about was the fact that Martin Luther King Day is was a very controversial thing when it first started and several states don't really celebrate it the right way Mm. is Uh, what I would say. uh. Um, It actually was proposed, started to be proposed in the sixties, but it wasn't until I think it was 1983 when Ronald Reagan made it a national federal holiday. And he basically did that to try and shore up his, his standing with the black community because he had actually opposed it before that because he didn't want to give federal workers another paid holiday off. Mm. Um, Great guy. Yeah, real good guy. You know, real uh, stand-up motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, don't get me started on Reagan. Don't get me started on Reagan. Um, But I know that, I remember when I was growing up, I was like in high school, there was a big thing about Arizona not passing Martin Luther King Day. Like, they didn't have Martin Luther King Day as a holiday until, like, 92 or 93. Mm. And there were a bunch of, like, media boycotts. They wound up losing the ho- hosting of the Super Bowl one year because of it. And that's basically what got them to finally make Martin Luther King Day a thing. Oh, Zach, hmm. right. What a bunch of douche nozzles. Yeah. Oh, you want to hear about douche nozzles. Okay. Let's talk about Idaho. Oh, uh, yeah. What they have, they started in 1990. It's called Martin Luther King Jr. Idaho Human Rights Day. Because they, because they eventually that's, that was a compromise mm-hmm. for people who didn't want to have a holiday commemorating Martin Luther King because he was too much of a radical. Wow! Um, in Alabama and Mississippi, they celebrate a King Lee Day, which is a combination of Martin Luther King and Robert E. Lee. Oof. Oh God! Which, if you can't see where the cognitive dissonance is yeah. with that pairing. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Virginia even has a Lee Jackson King Day, which also includes Stonewall Jackson. Wow. So depending on where you're listening to this, uh, what part of the country that you're listening to this in, just be be, be grateful you're not in a place. I, I don't know that I've, I haven't looked at our download numbers from Alabama or Mississippi or Virginia <laughs> or Idaho recently, but I think it's pretty low. So I think it's safe to say, be glad that you're not in one of these backwater states. Mm-hmm. That is so to this day so afraid of Martin Luther King and what he stood for and the things that he did to try and enact change that they refused to give him his own day. Yeah, are we liberal Hollywood literati? Love it. You know, these <laughs> so good to be here. Yeah, <laughs> bleeding heart Angelino um, liberals. Uh, what are we missing about that? Do you think? Is there something like part of this 
dyed in the wool history that is just so painful for them to kind of give a day away or something like that. I, I don't I don't get it. Yeah, I think it's just because you know, look when 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 it first. It's I mean, racism. It's, it's racism. It's Republicans. It's racism. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else, yeah. uh, how else to say this. It's I, I, Republicans. It's, it's racism. Yeah. It's, you know, it's pretty, I think it's pretty straightforward, actually. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was suspecting, but it's like, is there something else, you know? Um, Very generous of you. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, this whole thing, it's like, after, after all this shit, after, I don't know, we all have to be in one United States again. Hmm. Right. And if people are just going to label every person who doesn't have the same belief system to the T as a racist, like, well, then there's no real dialogue, you know, but I I can, I can infer a racist motivation for not being able to give a guy's day. If somebody were to say, well, these other people deserve a day too, I would say uh, they don't because they're fucking racist. (laughs) Right. But they don't deserve... Why that day? Yeah, give him a different fucking day because MLK gets that day. So yeah, it doesn't make a doesn't make a lot of sense, and yeah. it's just this idea that there are still pockets of this country that where Martin Luther King is associated with. Let's face it, segregation, which not everyone, yeah, even to this day supports, or like you know he advocated for with the redistribution of wealth, mm-hmm. which is something that a lot of people you know that's that's communism. Yeah, it's like no, that's not communism. That's how taxes actually work to some extent. Mm-hmm. So why are we getting so up in arms over this? It's just you know, we want to think that the '60s is ancient history, and it's not. No, it's still within you know the people who the people who were yelling at kids who wanted to go to school yeah. in Arkansas are still alive. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, what is your third, Michael Winfield? My third. Uh, boy, it's nowhere near that. <laughs> Sorry to bring everything down, guys. No, it's fine. It is, um, it's like that the first two or three weeks of January where like you keep writing like the wrong year on it. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> where you're like, I, you know, I just can't get through. I'm just writing like, you know, 112, yeah. 21. Fuck. Ah. Uh, 112, 22. Yeah. Oh, that's what's coming up. January is this month of just kind of like retrying to figure out yeah. what year you're in. And I think that, you know, we're at the tail end of 2021 and it feels like we just started 2020 in terms of like yeah, COVID and the pandemic and the election, everything like these last two years. I don't know if anything has felt faster in my life. Yeah. I don't, you know, I think, you know, the nine to 10 months that we were pregnant with Felix like that went by at times really fast and then really slow. But like this last two years, I can't believe we're almost in fucking January 2022. <laughs> and I got to learn how to keep typing that on the phones that I'm filling out for my employer, like into dates for different things for, for while I'm working. And it's like just, and it happens every year. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing for the first, like it's like two to three weeks where I'm just like, I don't get it. I started writing a check like January 19th. Or January 6th, 19, like I started writing 19, and it was in front of somebody, and they looked at me like, sir, that's the, that's another century. That's the last century. It's been not that century for, it was like 2007. It was 17 years it's not yeah. been that century. Okay, right in the wrong year. 
and it just it just happens and it's just like one of those things where it's yeah. just like oh yeah I forget where the there's a, cl- a thing that's clicked over it and got the name changed the name the year the world's name changed from from the one they year need to another. you know they need to do they need to hand out the glasses yeah the glasses numbers on them to everybody <laughs> right the ones that we talked about on the uh, yeah <laughs> just everyone just Y2K, gets one yeah so you just and you have to wear them for a few weeks so when you, yeah. you look in the mirror whether you have bad vision or not you could have them just for fun yeah you can get a prescription but the guy you still got to put them the right so if you if it was a yearly thing then you'd have dozens of those pairs of glasses. And if yeah. you're a guy who can't remember the year, you're going to put the 19... Oh, 1975 yeah, coming on. The 2000. You, you look like, uh, <laughs> like the piano man, you know? <laughs> All right, man, Freddie, your last. This my, is it. My last one. And there are lots of national days and weeks and months. There's one I'd like to talk about that happens, that happens in January. This because is January service. is... National Soup Month. That's what it is. And it makes the whole month, and it makes sense because January is the coldest month of the year. Yeah, I can't believe it. Big Soup got to you too. Oh man, Campbell's. I've just sold my soul for to Campbell's. <laughs> wow. Um, and so it makes sense that that's when you're eating soup. I mean, you're not going to eat. You don't eat a lot of soup in July. No. But winter months, it's cold. Yeah. Sometimes for lunch, just want to. Mm-hmm. Have a bowl of chicken noodle soup or something like yeah. that. Just crank open, crank it open. Yeah. Um, and I like. I I I am taking this as a reminder. And here is my early New Year's resolution. <laughs> I am going to eat more soup this year. I want, uh. I want I want a text message from you every time you eat soup, and I'm going to write it down and I'm going to make a little chart. Okay. Soup chart. So I'm going to get we're going to get it, the soup drive. <laughs> drive for soup supremacy. <laughs> Oh, you're going to get in a pool with a bunch of people who can, who are all betting how much soup they can eat. Right. <laughs> Everybody puts 20 bucks in, and then you do this little check-in at the end. And and we need a picture of you with a can with, like, it, you know, the serrated edge that's opened, <laughs> and you just, like, finishing every time, just finishing off a can of soup. Yeah. My only problem is... Oh, my, here he is. He's going to start... I'm going to start backtracking. I'm backtracking already off of it. <laughs> my favorite soup. Is cereal? Is cereal a soup? What about stews? Not with us. What about stews? What about stews? Well, no, that's that's for National Stew Month. (laughs) No, my favorite soup is French onion. And that's not exactly something you're just going to get out of a can and throw in the microwave and heat up for 45 seconds. Right. So if I'm going to do this right, I'm going to have to put some work into it. But I think it's worth it because, damn it, soup Mm -hmm. is hearty. It's filling. (laughs) It's cheap. There's no reason why I shouldn't eat more soup. So let's <laughs> let's do this. Who knew the hottest take would be soup? Like, who knew? <laughs> soup is. Do you eat a lot of soup, Michael? Uh, not as much as I probably should. Felix does. He like loves a big. He loves like a big can of just like chicken noodle soup. Soup is eating like, soup is like playing cards. I tell myself when I'm in the last two decades of my life, it's all like I saw. I'm going to be able to eat or do. So I'm going to just chew hard food while I can <laughs> so I'm not gonna soup I'm not gonna be souping it up uh, we are fond of uh, you know like a nice uh, tomato soup with grilled cheese with grilled cheese ah, that's it's good just, it's just a perfect little meal yeah it makes you feel like a kid but you can make it kind of a little bit fancier see though then that's you're eating grilled cheese and you're dipping no I get it alright I'm not saying I'm not, no, listen, soup we're, not we're not getting style. into like the Kenny Banya like is soup a meal sort of discussion I don't no care, I don't care about that <laughs> but like you know I just like a tomato soup yeah. like you know it tastes good with a little bit of cheese. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Soup. <laughs> National, no, National Soup. Soup. National, National Soup, Soup, Soup Month. 
month. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Winfield? My last one is the Rose Parade. Oh, yeah. I love the Rose Parade. I sure. think it's because it is very Los Angeles. Yeah. It is like the mm. one thing. Like, you know, they have the Hollywood Christmas Parade. I could care less about mm-hmm. that fat man rolling down at the end of the Hollywood Christmas Parade. It doesn't feel special. It feels mm-hmm. every town has like a Christmas parade. But, but is every town's Christmas parade hosted by Eric Estrada? Yeah, you know what? I mean, you can't prove that, that it's point. not. But, <laughs> uh, but I love the rose parade. I think there's something weirdly special about how it happens so early in the morning, how people line up for it. You know, and it's since it's here in California, it's different than whatever happens with like Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah, where that seems just brutal and freezing. Mm-hmm. And I just think, God, the suckers that are just yeah on the street to watch these gigantic. Yeah. Balloons of Snoopy roll by. I'm sure it's special to the people of New York. Negative 20 with like the wind chill. It seems like, awful. If you're yeah. in like Pasadena and it's like the morning of New Year's Day, it's what, maybe? 58? Yeah. 60? Mm-hmm. You're fine. I mean, if you're there like a little bit early, it's mm-hmm. in the 40s, but you're you're fine. You know what you do? You bring a thermos full of soup. There you go. <laughs> Warm you right up. <laughs> but I lo- I've always loved the parade. I think I love just the aspects of the design of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the nonsensical uh, commentary by uh, the people that used to uh, work at Stater Brothers, yeah. <laughs> Stater Brothers commercials, and how like they would list every you know uh, type of flower and seed and whatever. And they've mm-hmm. you know over the years they've gotten very loose with like the definitions of what they put oh, in there. Like okay. it was used to be just you know it was all like chrysanthemums and mm-hmm. roses and lilies and all this stuff, and now it's like seeds. And like multicolored, just it feels like hmm, I think you guys are cheating a little bit. Yeah. You know it. Yeah, you're you're getting through it. But like, they it's, have a competition every year for the, all these different types of prizes that, and they're like the most whimsical. Uh-huh. You know, all these different things and all these local bands come out and like marching bands, local high schools, and like the Rose Bowl. You know, uh, marching bands come out and you know, and there's the tournament of roses. Uh, whoever it is, what's the person? The not the chairman or the chairperson. You mean the the the, the queen? Yeah, no, the rose like a, queen? No, there's like a head honcho dude. Or mm-hmm. yeah, he's like the chairman. Ride, he's the, the car. I think he's the chairman. The grand wizard. The grand marshal. <laughs> the marshal. Thank you. Not the grand wizard. That's <laughs> that's, that's in the in south. <laughs> that's <laughs> King Lee days. They have that. Yeah. <laughs> that guy riding down in like a chop top Chevy or whatever. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just one of those. Parades, it feels like, oh, this is this is my hometown parade. Yeah. And Seems I love, kind of... and I love, love that it's on repeat starting at 10 a.m. again. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the best. It seems kind of big and small at the same I've... time. Like, it's quaint at the same time it's actually got national, you know, yeah. observation. Have on. you ever been to a Rose Parade? I have not. I went once. Uh, I think through Sarah's work, I wound up getting tickets. And this was before Simon was born, so I took, took Vivian with us. And... It was great. Show up a couple... We had bleacher seats, so we didn't have to get there mm-hmm. like the night before and camp out or anything for a good seat. So we got there about an hour early. And you just, there's all the floats, and they look great up in person. And then one of the best things you can do, and I have not done this, but what I've, I've, been, what I've been told is you can go to like the big park take in Pasadena, and you walk. take a tour and walk around all mm-hmm. the floats that are there after the parade for like the next couple of weeks, at least ne- next mm-hmm. week, I think. So that's always that, that sounds like a fun thing to yeah. do. Okay, guys, great choices. Let's rank them and rate them. And we're going to start with 
MLK Day because <clears throat> hell yes. And then we're going to go with uh, the January 1st college football. And then um, I don't know. Just I can't. I feel myself wooed by soup, but I don't like. It's just warm. It's it's savory. It's a good I'm not gonna weaken. No, it's, <laughs> no, he's not gonna. He's not gonna fall for it. Because when Richard starts doing this influencer thing and getting this side hustle going, like getting paychecks. From, yeah, uh, you guys are gone. By the way, yeah. as soon as as soon as uh, the, the the folks at uh, Lip or whoever yeah. Campbell's come come yeah. after me, you guys. Richard, Richard out heads here. out to like one of those murals, like in L.A., and stands in front of like the big multicolored wings with a can of soup. Yeah, right. The angel wings. <laughs> like the soup spread on his like his cheeks and his face, and it's like this is what makes me look the way I look. I am checking right now to see if <laughs> the soupguy.com is taken. Okay, no, no. So far, no soup's not on it. So, um. Uh, gonna go with self-care because I think that's uh, something that we could all have a good reminder about and and maybe in opposition to actually resolution self-care like decide how are you gonna give yourself a break not not basically say I'm broken and I need to be fixed all right, you need one more so I, oh. while while you're debating I would like to point out that the soup the soup guy.com it's currently available for purchase for the low price of $2,895. Well, how much did you get from Ralston Purina who, or whoever is putting <laughs> out the line of ill-manufactured Ill soups? 2000 Enough to cover that? I don't know. Okay. I, it's, you, is you it know, based on hits of this podcast? Because if so, you're not going to get any money. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of in trouble if that's the case. Okay, then let's go with um, Rose Parade. All right. All right. All right. No soup. No soup for you. No soup for you. This has been the Mount Rushmore of Yabadoo Badoo. I, as always, am Jeff. I'm Richard. I'm Michael. Yabadoo Badoo Badoo. Yabadoo Badoo. <laughs>